Hello, everyone. Thanks for joining me. I'm Heather Polito. I'm here in Fort Worth, Texas, and you are listening to Girl Get Up. And like the title says, we're going to talk about breaking free. So some of you might wonder, what does breaking free mean? Um, I'm sure I probably got your attention with that. Um, For those of you who are probably struggling in a relationship or looking to break free from any kind of bondage. So that's exactly what it is. It's really breaking free from anything that stands in the the way of the life that God wants you to live. And so a lot of people think, um, you know, it's freedom from a relationship or freedom from childhood trauma or freedom from any kind of bondage or baggage that's kind of held you down for years. And it's, you know, impacted the way you live your life and how you have relationships with people and it could be just relationships with um, your coworkers or relationships with just acquaintances. Um, you know, if, if we don't know how to handle those personal relationships that we have or to break free of anything, um, any past trauma, it really does affect how we, we manage our relationships with other people. And so I think a lot of people, when they talk about trying to break free from trauma, or if you're trying to intervene and help someone break free from trauma, they give you a lot of excuses. And you've either probably said these or you've had friends tell you this, you know, um, you know, that first of all, that they, I can't do that. It's just too hard. Um, or you don't know what I've been through. It's so much trauma. Um, I'm never going to get over it. Or um, a lot of people say, you know, there's there's just so many reminders of this person every day. I'm just never going to get past it when I see them every day. And I mean, do you know that a lot of the reminders um, exist because you allow them to? I mean, I think a lot of um, things that remind people of like past relationships or um, past trauma has to do with music a lot of times, you know, and you are a hundred percent in charge and in control of what you listen to. Well, no, I say a hundred percent. Cause you know, you could be out in a store and here comes the song, but the odds of that, you know, are slim to none. So no one is telling you that you need to turn on these songs that are going to stir up past memories. So take them off your phone or you know, don't search these songs. I mean, and the same thing goes with like text messages and pictures. I mean, I know when I finally got out of, um, one relationship, no, actually a couple relationships that were just really, 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 really terrible for me. Um, I, I went through my phone and I literally deleted every single photo that had anything to do with this person or these people really. Cause I don't want that in my phone. I mean, and I don't want text conversations still there or screenshots of text. And Lord, you know, if you are screenshotting text messages all the time that you're, you're in a bad relationship to begin with. So, you know, I, I went through and I deleted all of those things and it was really hard. I mean, you kind of, for some reason, we just are stuck on reliving in the past and just keeping these things with us that don't serve us any good. And really the sometimes the gatekeeper, like keeping you from freedom is really just you. I mean, it's not them because 
they've moved on. And and how do you know that? And and that seems like something, you know, someone's going to be upset with me saying like, oh, they haven't moved on. Well, no, they have because anyone who's intentionally caused you trauma doesn't love you. I mean, they're gone. They've moved on to harassing or, you know, victimizing someone else. And so, um, like I said, like one of the big things that we, we try to, um, break free from is, is past relationships. And some of you are stuck and you know who it is. That's really like the most stuck is the ones who are posting all the self-love quotes, you know, right. And I know I'm going to make people mad with this, but, um, it's, it's the truth. You know, you know who they are. They are the ones that post the, these quotes to project feelings that they don't even want to deal with. And, you know, the self-love movement is huge. I mean, it's everywhere, but, and there's nothing wrong with loving yourself. I mean, but how do you know how to do that when you don't even know how Jesus loves you? I mean, the Bible commands us to love others, how Jesus loved us. That's John 13, 34. And that's the greatest commandment. So how, how do we follow what Jesus wants to do? If we don't even know how he loves us. Right. And so, uh, you know, back to self-love, you mean, yes, value yourself, you know, go ahead and put yourself on the top shelf. But the self-love movement has a lot of people becoming incredibly selfish in the name of self-love. And, um, you know, I, it's become this trend to ignore the feelings of other people and, and put yourself first because you're loving yourself. And I just, I just disagree with, you know, not even considering other people and, and, and really being that way, just because you've got problems that you've, you know, you can't overcome and it's, it's self-love. I mean, it's just, it's just gotten out of control in my opinion. And I know that I'm going to make people upset with that because they think, you know, well, we should love yourself and you should, but I mean, it's really Jesus over self-love, you know? Um, and he wants you to see yourself as he's, you know, as he sees you. And when you do, and you know what he thinks about you, I mean, don't you know that you're not going to settle for anything less? I mean, some of you have toxic relationships, abusive relationships, or dare I even say unholy relationships that you know you need to break out of, but you won't. I mean, and why? Is it pride? I mean, because someone will say, I told you so. I mean, I think that's what people don't want to hear when they, when they're trying to get out of a relationship, they're afraid that their friends are going to say, you know, I told you so. And I mean, look, I was in a relationship for almost eight years that was on and off, like just completely crazy. And I talked a little about a little bit about that last week, but I know I drove my friends and my family crazy. I mean, they were just so upset with me. Like I would cry and complain and break it off and say all these horrible things just to turn around and go back because I had like no sense of dignity. And, um, you know, when I finally ended that and it took, like I said, it took a really long time. Nobody that's my friend or really anybody said, I told you so. I mean, they were really just like, Hey, welcome back. You know, I'm, I'm so glad that you, got free from that. And, and so if, if that's, what's holding you back, I mean, you might need to work on pride just a little bit. And I mean, I, I grew up in a broken home. I mean, my mom left when I was little and 
I shuffled from home to home and thank God. And I literally do thank him every day that I had grandparents and aunts and uncles that kept me in church and exposed me to a normal life. But I mean, even then I was addicted to like this certain like sadness and chaos. And I mentioned last week about being married twice. I mean, the first marriage I was just out of high school and it was really just two kids who just did not know how to adult with each other. And I filed for divorce at 22. And I mean, outside of like a run in five years later, I've never seen him again. I don't have, I don't have any pictures, no text messages. And I mean, really I'm, I'm approaching 40. So there wasn't really as much as far as pictures and text. Cause you know, iPhones weren't even really a thing then. Um, but I mean, since then I've, I have finally like forgiven him and I know that he's forgiven me and, you know, God actually knew I wasn't healed from that. And I thought I was all these years later, but through, you know, mutual social media friends, I found out that he's actually a pastor now. And, um, I even came across a video of him speaking and he mentioned our relationship. I mean, not my name, but that, you know, he was wrong and God had redeemed him. And I'm thankful, you know, that God let me see that message and, and it reached me like all these years later. Cause I mean, he, I mean, he really wins when it comes to, um, trying to restore us. And so, you know, back to relationships. So, you know, after that marriage, I remarried a year later and I was pregnant with my oldest daughter. And that's my daughter that, um, I've mentioned that has down syndrome. And then we had another daughter and four years in and my demons, you know, came right back in and convinced me that this wasn't the life I was supposed to have. So, I mean, I divorced him and it was, it was very friendly and we had a great co-parenting relationship because I mean, I'll tell you what, I mean, I may have let Satan attack me when I was, um, when it came to relationships, but I mean, not my kids, like just never my kids. I've never, I would never put them through the things that I'm, I went through as a child. And, you know, after that I was in broken relationships, but you know, out of that, I got my son and I know God gave me him so that I could, make the man I'd want for someone else's daughter. And look, the Lord is going to allow you to hurt. I mean, we live in a broken world, but he's never going to let you do it alone. And you have to remember that if you want to break free from that relationship. Um, And, you know, just don't worry about being single. I mean, you're never single if you have Jesus. I mean, date him and let him tell you who he wants for you. And when I did that, I mean, at the end of the day, he really brought me back to my husband and we remarried and he adopted my son. Um, both of those things happened last year. And one of my favorite verses, and it was actually the theme for last year, is that I'm restoring you as if it never happened. And that's Deuteronomy 33. And go ahead and read that through verse 13. And it's, um, it's man, it's really one of my favorite, one of my favorite verses. I mean, I have several, but I love that verse because it's, it's really a promise that God is going to make things whole that are completely broken. He just will. And you have to trust him with that. And um, he'll restore you and redeem you if you come back to him. You know, and this really applies to the other areas we need freedom from. I mean, maybe it's your childhood. And I mean, can I get a amen for that? You know, uh, the most responsible thing, though, that you can do is to understand that you had a bad childhood, but that childhood is now over. I mean, it's it's over and you can't keep living there and using it as a crutch to hurt people and to hurt your kids. And man, that's so it it frustrates me when 
I've dealt with adults who just use their past to become completely like emotionally disconnected from people in their relationships because they didn't have a great example. I mean, it's just, yes, we have these, these childhoods and these traumas inflicted on us, but part of being an adult is learning how to, to overcome that. And, and you have to have some kind of personal, personal responsibility to look past the things that you had. And, you know, I think, um, some people do become just like their parents, but so many people become the opposite. And I feel like that was one thing that I did do really well was I just, I just made that decision that I wasn't going to repeat those things. And I was going to, um, you know, do different for my kids. And, and so I did. And, and I will admit that I think that some of that childhood trauma did make an impact on how I formed my relationships. But at some point early on, and this was like, you know, before I hit my mid thirties, I realized that, I mean, that behavior is damaging and you can't, you just can't live that way. And, and thankfully I'd really never put any of that on my kids. And, um, you know, you've got to learn that you've got to break the cycle and, you know, you don't have to live in bondage you know, you're not dead. You just got to get up. And like I said before, this podcast is designed to help you get up and to overcome your diseases. I mean, Mark 541, that's the verse I do this entire message on, read it and apply it. And, um, you know, I love you guys. Thanks for listening. Come back and we will chat more next week.